It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Friday edition of the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Nash, joining you for another post-game podcast. This one, not a victory podcast. The Stars falling 4-3 to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Stars falling to 5-2-1 on the season. Columbus improves to 5-4-3. Tough loss for Dallas. They tried to make it close at the end. Made a little bit of a push towards the end of the game, but not able to close the gap. Dallas goes down. Um, we're going to recap this game, talk a little bit about it, and then uh, take a little peek ahead at the Chicago series eight-game homestand coming up for the Stars. Um, and then we'll have we will we'll have another episode coming your way tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, uh, to preview that that Chicago series more in uh, in in total. I say series, the mini series, the two-game you know mini series, but. Mostly going to focus on uh, focus on this uh, this this loss to Columbus, where the Stars are at uh, on this road trip. They pick up uh, they pick up three points across four games on this road trip. Their first road trip of the season, so not bad returns, especially considering they played uh, a very very good Carolina team and then a, a, a solid Columbus team as well. Uh, and then we'll wrap things up uh, a little bit, talking about uh, talking a little bit about what's going on in the the rest of the division. We had some uh, some other games in the division last night, so we'll talk about those, including a surprising uh, Chicago upset over Carolina. Um, so we'll talk about that, and uh, and then just kind of get you ready for your weekend. Talking about the game last night, those Stars fall th- four to three in regulation. Stars did not, you know, they didn't look bad you know they in, in some aspects they I think they outplayed Columbus in some aspects but they just there was a couple of instances where they they made some some bad decisions and there was a couple of sloppy moments and in, in credit Columbus they capitalized on them um, on, on some broken plays and, and were able to uh, to get goals in the back of the net Oliver Bjorkstrand uh, opened up the scoring just under two and a half minutes into the first period. Uh, he got his fourth of the season assisted by Grigorenko and Seth Jones. Uh, and then at 17 minutes into the first, Jack Roslovich uh, got his first of the season and uh, Columbus's second of the game made it a 2 nothing Columbus lead over the Stars. Uh, going into the second period, Rope Hintz did kind of get things back going on the power play. Shocker. Uh, Stars score on the power play a minute 18 into the second period, make it a 2-1 game got hints his second goal of the season and then on one of those broken plays I mentioned Patrick Line gets his third of the season first as a Columbus Blue Jacket 750 into the second period and that made it a 3-1 game and the, and that was where you know the Stars got that early power play goal in the second it was like all right they can get back into this then they go down 3-1 it's like overcoming another two goal deficit is is going to be tough uh you know then they Jason Dickinson scores with about a minute uh, with about two and a half minutes to go in the second period, he got his second of the season, assisted by Alexander Radulov and Miro Haskinen. Radulov uh, had a, a trio of assists, a hat-trick of assists in this game as well, which is uh, another story. He's been very, very good this season, a little bit under the radar, but he's been very, very good. 
And then, uh, so you start to get it back to 3-2, go to the third period, and then about three and a half minutes, 3.42 in to be exact, Cam Atkinson makes it a 4-2 Columbus game. And it's just, it's like the Stars could inch closer, and then Columbus, you know, there'd be a mistake or, or whatever, and Columbus could, you know, pull away, get back to their two-goal lead. And then the Stars really turned up the heat for, for a little bit there in the middle of the third period. Jamie Benn uh, scored 11 minutes into the third, made it a 4-3 game, his third of the season. Alexander Radulov, like I said, had that uh, third assist, hat-trick of assist. He has eight assists on the season now for the Stars. Pavelski, Joe Pavelski also had an assist on Ben's goal. And it, when Ben scored, it was like, all right, maybe the Stars can turn up the pressure a little bit um, and, and, and kind of get going and, and you know make this at least difficult for Columbus. And they did to an extent, but then I, they gave up a – they gave up a penalty not too long after that, and that kind of killed off some of their momentum. They just weren't able to uh, to get back into it uh, in the third period. So you're down to by two goals three on three separate occasions in this one. If I, yeah, first period you're down by two, second period you go down by two again, and third period you go down by two again. It's just three different separate occasions of, of going down by two goals. You just you're not you're not often going to get back into those games. Uh, from the stats across the board, the Stars outshoot the Columbus Blue Jackets 28 to 25. Uh, stars get 49% of the faceoffs, lose the faceoff battle by a hair. Stars go one for three on the power play, still uh, still looking good on the man advantage. Um, you get out hit by Columbus 23-14. Columbus with 18 block shots to the Stars six. Um, stars did a good job holding on to the puck, just four giveaways. Um, but overall, it was you know. Overall, it was it was one of those instances where, you know, Columbus came out looking a little bit more physical. They had ramped up the intensity. We we saw them ramp it up kind of a little bit. Thursday, uh, or sorry, um, Tuesday when these two teams squared off in the, in the third period, Stars were kind of blowing them out. Columbus kind of ramped up the, the pressure a little bit um, to try to, you know, get uh, Columbus tried to kind of ramp up the pressure a little bit to try to get back into that one. Um, and the Stars were able to see it out with a with a late goal, but um, and, and keep their pretty healthy advantage. But you know, Rick Bonus said before this game he he thought Columbus would come out with a similar um, uh, level of intensity. Columbus definitely came out more aggressive more physical trying to kind of take the game to the stars um and the stars really just they didn't have quite quite have an answer for it tonight uh for dallas in this one uh alexander radulov leads the team with three points he had a three assist night mentioned that he's having a really really good year we're gonna talk about him a little bit because you know under the it's not under the radar because i think he's he's like like an eight or he's got like a nine or ten point season at this point but when, when he's out there with Joe Pavelski, who has been incredible, and he's out there a lot of times with John Klingberg, who's been incredible, he can kind of skate under the radar. He's had a really, really good start to the year, and the Stars need that. You know, he's still going to be, uh, you know, he's, st- he's still going to be Alexander Radulov. He's going to be a little bit of a wild card sometimes, and, you know, but you take the good with the bad. And, and in past years, it's been a little bit too more, a little bit more of the bad than it needs to be, and a little bit, uh, not as much of the good, not as not as much as the good of the good, and not enough of it. Um, but he's looked really good this year. He had three points, three assists uh, in this one. Jason Dickinson uh, scored for the Stars. Rope Hintz, of course, scored for the Stars. Scored for the Stars. Dennis Gurionov picks up an assist. Joe Pavelski picks up another assist. Jamie Benn on the score sheet as well, and Hayskin. And so a lot of the usual suspects on the score sheet for Dallas. Anthony Dobin not. A, not an amazing night. Stop twenty-one to twenty-five. Uh, not his best night. Didn't turn in his best performance. Um, but there was there was a couple opportunities where it was just it was truly a broken like the line a goal. I go back to that one. Broken play. Line a ends up with it. Basically, he's able to walk right in front of the crease and then spins around. And I mean, it was a pretty goal and it was it was good work by line a. But he was he was able to walk right in on the edge of the crease. And I mean, it was you know 
it was a he got way he had way too much space and way too much time and by the time the stars could get on him you know he was already you know he had already had an opportunity to uh to get a get a shot on goal so you know it's kind of those things not a great night though for me and Dobin definitely not up to his best uh, for uh for Columbus a lot of one point nights no multi point nights for Columbus despite the four goal game actually scr- scratch that uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand Bjorkstrand had a goal and assist and so did Ro- uh, Roslovich so a couple of multi point nights but. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Liney gets his first goal for the Columbus Blue Jackets, first of many, you would assume. Um, and then a lot of, you know, Seth Jones with an assist, Zach Warinsky with an assist. It was a, it was a good day for Columbus. They get an important win um, for a team that's going to be battling potentially for a playoff spot. Uh, and then Corpus Allo, Eunice Corpus Allo in net again today, or uh, Thursday rather. Uh, stop 25 of 28. Not amazing, but uh, but enough to get the job done, and that's what you're looking for in this kind of circumstance. So, stars fall four to three to Columbus. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, we're going to talk about Alexander Radulov and some of the other stars' top performers because even though they lose the game by a goal, uh, as a whole, they still have you know they're still getting a lot of production from their top guys. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and also look at the uh, at the division in whole, and we'll talk about that right around the corner. Before we step aside, though. Bet online, the big game, the Super Bowl. It is literally, and it's what two days? It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Boom, Super Bowl. Uh, you want to get in on that action. There's NHL seasons underway, NBA seasons underway, MLBs right around the corner, college basketball is underway. There's only one place that's got you covered. One place we trust. Bet online AG. Sign up today for a free account at Bet Online AG. Use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Recapping the Dallas Stars 4-3 loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Stars came out of the gates just not quite as uh, aggressive as Columbus. Columbus trying to get back in the win column after the Stars beat them pretty handily in uh, uh, the first game of this little mini series between the two teams did a good uh, Columbus did a good job of that. Stars tried to answer a couple of times, could never get over the hump, could get within a goal, but then uh, couldn't keep Columbus out from out of the net. So uh, a good win for Columbus with the loss. The Stars dropped to a, a, a sixth in the division, which is just mind boggling. They're sixth now in the division. They're five two and one, eleven points through uh, through eight games. Um, they have the second best goal differential in the uh, in the uh, division right now. Uh, they were first going into that loss before prior to that loss against Columbus. Tampa Bay's on top, thirteen uh, points in eight games for Tampa Bay, uh, thirteen points for t- and through twelve for Columbus. They sit in second. Florida's got twelve through seven. They're third. Uh, Carolina twelve through eight. They're fourth. Chicago twelve through twelve. They're fifth. Stars of course eleven through eight. They're sixth. Nashville ten through ten. Uh, they're seventh. And Detroit is in last with six points through their first eleven games. Uh, Stars of course are going to uh, host Chicago uh, starting Sunday. Two game bout against Chicago. Um, that kind of kicks off a, a long homestand for the Stars. 
um, in which they can kind of close the gap on some of these teams and maybe pass some of them. Chicago with a big win over Carolina. That's why Chicago jumped the stars. Chicago with a 6-4 victory over uh, Carolina. And you look at these splits for Chicago, they're actually really, really surprising. Chicago's been very good at home. They beat Carolina at home. They're 4-1-1 now on home ice. They are 0-3-3 on the road. So, Stars get to face them on the road. Maybe there's a big difference there. But they get to face uh, face Chicago next. So, if they can pull off a win, a couple of wins there, they can jump Chicago in the standings. That kicks off a big eight-game homestand for the Stars. And this is a, an opportunity for the Stars. You know, I think three points out on this first road trip. You, you take that. I think you probably wish you could, could have come away with four. Um but three points, not bad, especially considering you were going up against a very, very good Carolina team um, who's going to be right up at the top of the division with you. And, uh, you know, you it, you got outplayed for four of the six periods in those in those those games. Stars will get another bite at Carolina after the Chicago uh, series play Carolina at the end of next week, Thursday and Saturday. Then they get Nashville at home again on the 15th and 16th, Monday, Tuesday. And they're off for a day. Then they get Tampa Bay on the 18th and 20th. So not you know not a breezy homestand by any stretch. But Chicago, I think I think they're comfortably a better hockey team than Chicago. Now you get to face Carolina on your own ice, um, so you get a little bit of chance for uh, to bounce back against Carolina. You get Nashville again at home. You comfortably beat Nashville in the two games you played at home to open up the season. And then you get Tampa Bay, and there's your first. I mean, you want to go talk about you know best of the best. I think Carolina's up there too, but Tampa Bay. There's your uh, your rematch of the Stanley Cup Final. Stars get Tampa Bay for two games at home, and then the Stars will go back out on the road, three games against Florida, and uh, and two games against Tampa Bay. So. A lot of uh, a lot of important games coming up for Dallas. They're all important with how the season's going to be formatted. Every game is so important. Um, coming up with a victory, uh, so the Stars are going to get a good a good opportunity to uh, to get after that um, here in this one. Before we dive in, I said I was going to talk about some individual stats. I do want to note something interesting, and we we hadn't really gotten much clarification on it per se. Um, but Jason Robertson was back in the lineup for the Stars last night against Columbus, um, but Ty Delandria was not, and it's interesting because we. Saw that we or we heard from Rick Bonus. Title Andrew, of course, didn't play Tuesday against Columbus, and we heard from Rick Bonus that he was going to be back in the lineup no matter the result on uh, on Thursday. He was not back in the lineup, and uh, no specific clarification on that that I have found. Um, but uh, but you know, it was it's interesting to not see him in there because I thought he you know I thought he had played fairly well um, up to this point you know in, in the season and the fact that he you know. Rick Bonus said, hey, he's going to be back in the lineup, you know, back on Tuesday. I mean, that was on Tuesday. When he got pulled from the lineup, Rick Bonus said he'll be back in the lineup on Thursday. It's just a day off. Um, but, you know, the Stars obviously wanted to go a different direction. They bring in Jason Robertson, who uh, had, hadn't been in the lineup for uh, for quite a while. And so they bring in Jason Robertson, who another young, talented player, get him in the lineup. He's a little bit more of a goal scorer than DeLandre. Maybe that's what they were looking for. Maybe trying to get a different balance. We did see some different line combinations at different points in this game. We saw Jamie Benn with uh, Joe Pavelski and Alexander Radulov. Uh, he had been skating some with Rope Henson, Dennis Grayon, so we saw some shuffling there. Um, but, you know, he wasn't back in. You know, it'll be interesting to see if he's back in on uh, on Sunday against Chicago. I would anticipate he would be because I just – I feel like he's played too well to to go a stretch of games without playing. I feel like he's he's earned some, uh, some playing time with the team. So we'll have to see how Rick Bonus decides to approach it. But a little bit surprising to not see him in the lineup. Uh, looking at the team as a whole, Joe Pavelski picks up another point. He's got 15 
through eight games so far this season, seven goals, eight assists. He's a plus seven. He's been the Stars' most important player to this point in the year, uh, shooting 30%. He's got winning 51% of his faceoffs. He's got nine power play points, two game winners. He's been unbelievable. We talked a lot about him. But there's a new second uh, second place uh, point getter on this Stars team now, and that is Alexander Radulov. His hat-trick of assists against Columbus on Thursday propels him above John Klingberg uh, into that, uh, that second slot. Uh, Radulov now with 11 points through eight games, uh, three goals and eight assists. I think it's a nine or ten. I forgot he scored three goals at this point. He's also a plus eight. He's the best plus minus on the team, um, which is a little bit surprising because um, you know he has a tendency. You know he's on the line with good players, but he has a tendency sometimes to get caught out of position. And plus eight is is plus eight is very very good for Alexander Radulov to this point. Um, six power play uh, points for the Stars. Um, not shooting. He's really not shot the puck a ton. He's been a little bit more of a creator and and just kind of an all around forward. Been very good for Dallas, and this is good because you know Radulov. Obviously, when he first came in for the Stars, a lot of uh, a lot of hype. This was the third piece to go around Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, and he was good, and he was really, really good in his first year. You go look at his first season in Dallas. Um, he put up solid numbers. Uh, his first year with the Stars, uh, he puts up 82 games. He put up a 72-point season in 82 games. Um, then you go 2018-19, a 72-point season in 70 games. You're like, all right, this guy's the guy who's a plus 22. 2018-19, 29 goals, 43 assists. And then he dropped off last season, just 34 points through 60 games. Was still a plus eight, but you know he was uh, he, just the production was not quite there. Took a lot of penalties, um, 46 penalty minutes. Um, but Radulov's always going to take a lot of penalties, but you know he just he lacked some discipline and and uh, it, it hurt the stars at different points. And and the whole point, the whole kind of idea was the stars need to get him back to his best because you know. They're paying him for, first and foremost. They're paying him a lot of money. The expectations of him is to be a top, one of their top producers, one of their top forwards. Even if he's skating on the second line some nights, he, he's still a top line guy in terms of how he's kind of viewed in this lineup. And uh, and so you know, producing not just a little over half a point a game, they needed more from him. Um, and so they're getting it right now. Eleven points through eight games. He's looked very very good. This is good news for the stars who are. Uh, in need, you know, they're going to need these top guys to continue to perform and then have the role guys step up rather than some of these depth players performing and, and hoping that the uh, the top guys can catch up and, and find their footing. They need the top guys to lead the charge. That's how it's been for them so far this season. Radulov off to a good start. Klingberg still with 10 points through eight games. He's looked very good. Dennis Gurianov's got nine through eight. Robe Hintz, seven through six. Jamie Benn, six through four. Mira Haskin and six assists through eight games. Stars as a whole uh, getting a lot of production from their top guys so far this season. Anton Udobin, his numbers take a little bit of a hit after that loss. He's got a 251 goals allowed average, 908 save percentage. Uh, he's 3-2-0 and in his six starts this season with a uh, an overtime loss in there, 3-2-1. and uh, Let me correct that, 3-2-1. and Jake Ottinger, 2-0-0 oh, in his uh, two starts. He does have a, he did come in halfway through a game, um, but the Stars were already handily behind. Uh, he's got a 242 goals allowed average and an 898 save percentage. Stars, stars uh, are going to look to bounce back, you know, not a, not a devastating loss uh, against Columbus. Like I said, you get three points on the road, I think you're happy with that, especially considering you're playing 
teams that are right around the upper half of the division. You know, you, you weren't playing Detroit and Chicago on the road. You were playing some of the better better players on this uh, in or better teams in this division. So I think that was uh, I think that was a solid result for Dallas. Let's step away one more time. We come back. We're gonna take a little bit of a look at Chicago and kind of just wrap up this one where the stars are at and uh, and what we're looking forward to uh, coming up this weekend. Before we step away, though, got to talk to you about rockauto.com. There's never an increasing number of vehicle makes and models out there. It's impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure pointless and sometimes intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait there while the guy behind the counter orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry. You don't need to go through that. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business. They've served auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and while you're there, right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Wrapping up this Friday edition of the Locked On Stars podcast, where we get to the rest of the show. 2020 is mercifully over. Time for a fresh start. Few more wins. If you're betting this year, want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Wrapping up this Friday edition, heading into the weekend. Stars suffer a loss and uh, to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They fall to 5-2-1 on the season. Still a very, very good start to the year. They're going to look to bounce back against Chicago on Sunday. We do have one more episode coming your way. We'll have one uh, tomorrow morning. That'll be kind of more of an in-depth preview of the Chicago series. Uh, take a look at that as whole, uh, in whole. But just want to kind of look at where I think the stars are at. You know, obviously I think they're a very good hockey team, you know, with they've got three losses on the year, two in regulation to uh, one to a very, very good Carolina team who I think is going to be in the top three of this division when it's all said and done. Uh, and then one to a Columbus team who I think is going to be fighting for potentially that fourth spot in the uh, in the division. And then, of course, they got the OT loss to Carolina. So I think they're in a good spot. They're beating the teams they should absolutely beat. Uh, they, beat they beat a bad Detroit team in two games. They beat a... Uh, not very good Nashville team in two games. And of course they beat Columbus six, three pretty handily uh, in the first game of, of their two game set. So, and I think Columbus is a team more often than not, they should be beating. So I think this is a, uh, I think this is a, is a good start for the Stars. They're getting a lot of production from their top guys. Joe Pavelski looked unbelievable. Um, Radulov looked really good. John Klingberg looks like he's been fantastic. Jamie Benn, obviously back in the lineup after missing some games, it looked very, very good. He's 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 putting up over a point a night right now. Ropey Hintz has looked good. Gurianov's looked I mean, they, all the guys you needed to perform are performing, and I think that's where you, you should have some confidence for the Stars because I think you still look at some of these other guys and there's still more room for some improvement. I think while Miro Haskins has been good, he's got six assists through eight games. You know, he really, it's more like three assists through seven because he had a one of those eight games was a three assist night. So I think he's a guy who I think has more to give. I think we haven't seen, we know how good he can be. We haven't seen him kind of take over games uh, as much this year. Um, now, to, to be fair, you know, 
the stars have been in winning positions a lot of the time. Um, and so, you know, th- there's less need for him to kind of, uh, kind of take over and, and, and do a lot on his own, um, to kind of create offense. He doesn't have to do that quite as much because they're usually up, you know, by a couple of goals, but I think he's got room for improvement. He, you know, I, I, we know how good he is. And I think, you know, eight games in a season, not, not going to make wholesale statements, but I think there is room for, uh, for, for some improvement from him. You know, the goaltending's been good. It, it's at times, Anton Adobin's been very, very good. He was excellent in the first few games of the season. Uh, but you look at him now, you know, they, they're going to get better. I think Anton Adobin as a whole, you know, by the end of the season, his numbers are going to look better, even better than they do right now. Uh, Jake Gottinger, I think, has been a pleasant surprise. I think he's looked really good. Um, defensively, Essa Lindell's been unbelievable. He's not a big points guy. He never will be. But he has been phenomenal for the Stars defensively. Going into the Columbus uh, Columbus game uh, on Thursday, I saw said, I believe it was Matthew DeFranks, that that uh, Essa Lindell was the only player in the NHL with at least 100 minutes played at 5-on-5 five five and zero goals against. Yeah, that was going into last night's game. He was a minus two last night, but you know he's been very, very defensively sound. So I think the guys that the guys that are kind of the leaders, the the front leader, front uh frontline producers I guess for this team are, are all doing that and uh, I think there's some room for improvement from some of the other players as well and I, I think this bodes really well for Dallas they've got a, a team friendly a uh, uh, comfortable encounter potentially uh, with with Chicago on the horizon I think Chicago obviously off of a very nice win against Carolina but mentioned they're 0-3 and 3 on the road I don't think they're a great hockey team top to bottom I think the Stars should at least Certainly been be winning one of these two games, if not winning both of them, um, or at least come away with three points in this in this little mini series against Chicago. And you know the Stars don't strike me as a team this year that's going to uh, the, the Stars don't strike me as a team that's going to lose very many back to back games this year because there's such a veteran presence. If they do go down, they've got the guys in that locker room um, to uh, to to kind of shift the mentality, get them back on track quickly. You know, even in games, you know, or you go back to the Carolina game. They obviously they lost back-to-back games, you know, one in OT, so you know, not a not a full uh, empty back-to-back lo- uh, back-to-back losses, but that Carolina game obviously, you know, they come out in the second game after getting pretty much dominated in, in the in game 1. And, uh, you know, they didn't look great early, and then they shift the mentality. And for the last two periods, I thought they were the better team on the ice, especially in that third period where they made a little bit of a push and were able to get it to OT. So it's one of those things that, you know, I think they're a team that, that's got the veteran leadership to to bounce back after a loss like this. And I think they'll uh, I think they'll be back at it on Sunday. And I expect uh, another good contest afternoon game, 2 p.m. puck drop. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch and, and see where the Stars uh, can can kind of rebound to after, uh, after going down against Columbus. That's going to do it all for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another preview, a series preview against Chicago. Um, looking forward to that one. If you haven't, go make sure to go follow on Twitter at LockedOnStars. Follow a personal account as well at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. And make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so we show up in your feed every single day. That's going to do it all for this one, though. Thank you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Talk to you tomorrow. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.